Ladies and gentlemen, tonight I bring you another edition of Shit's Weird Bro. I am joined as always with my buddy Kyle. Hey, buddy. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey. And tonight I bring you a story, uh, the story of Colonia Dignidad. Or uh, Villa Bavaria. Correct. Uh, to give you an idea, uh, so you can brace yourselves, I think... Uh, it's some weird shit, yeah, bro. Think Jim Jones and add that he was a pedophile, and then add <laughs> that he's like a fucking Nazi. And just stack it all like, on top of each other. This is what we're dealing with tonight, people. Uh, the story of a seemingly quiet, isolated village in central Chile. But full of Nazis. Well, I that wouldn't say kids. full. I mean, there was definitely a few. There was at least a Nazi. They, uh, yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny. This is very dark. Kyle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't believe you're laughing right now. Can't help it sometimes. I have a very uh, morbid sense of humor. Ish. Ish. Uh, at its largest... To give you a little background, Colonia Dignidad was home to some 300 German and Chilean residents and covered 53 square miles. That's huge. So, we say village, but this is a big fucking, this is like a compound, yeah, really. Yeah, it's not like 53 acres, it's 53, 53 square, square miles. Square That's miles. huge. Yeah. So, uh, the main legal economic activity of the colony was agriculture. And uh, at various periods, it was also home to a school, hospital, two airstrips, a restaurant, and its own power station. The ki- the schools for all the kids that that the Nazi raped, right? Uh, no, they weren't allowed to go. To- we'll get into that later. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was like, it's like a front to make them seem like, oh, we're nice. We let people go to a the, school. The crazy thing in that whole situation is you said its own power station, so it's completely self-sufficient. Right, so it doesn't need any outside help, but they want to maintain like a good look in yeah. case they do need outside help. Yeah, Nazis aren't dumb, you know. No, and they had weapons caches, but we'll get into that later. Uh, Eyebrows are raising. Yeah, we're going to talk. Uh, Colonia Dignidad's longest continuous leader was Paul Schaefer. With those two little dots. Yeah, the two little dots above Umlau, the Umlau, I think they're called. These ones? Well, yeah. For the, if you want to put it in that motion, yes. The two diddling dots mm-hmm. for Paul Schaefer. Definitely. When he touches the peepees. <laughs> uh, well, we'll get into that later. <laughs> under his le- under Paul Schaefer, Paul, the Schaefer Schaefer's Schaefer's. Schaeferton. Paul the Schaff Schaefer. Schaff Schaefer. Under his leadership. Is that what the kids called him? I hope not. <laughs> That's a dead giveaway. <laughs> it's not funny. That's a, it's not. Oh God. Under his leadership, the colony was seen as a cult or group of harmless eccentrics. Eccentrics, take it now you want. They're like the freaks, but they don't bother anybody, right? They they had to put that because they feel like they're misunderstood, right. even though they're uh, they're very secretive. But like the compound was surrounded with barbed wire fences and had a watchtower and searchlight, so it's like a fucking big ass concentration camp. We're not a cult though, right? Not a cult. 
Concentration camp and Nazis don't really go that well together, Chris. Um, yeah, mm. they, they, that tends to lead trouble. A little bit. It's trouble. What you gonna do? <laughs> drop the rope. Don't drop the soap. It, no. In recent decades, investigations have shown that the colony's legal activities were supplemented by income related to weapon sales and money laundering. It's just a giant gang. A giant oppressive gang. Well, I guess gangs are oppressive. Yeah, so well, yeah. you're kind of right. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, they're they're making money off of weapon sales, which is yeah, that's very gang like. Weapon sales are the least of our issues. Worry not, listeners. It gets worse <laughs> as shit. Yeah. This is gonna be very bad. If you thought we were off the rails, now <laughs> wait till later. So this fucking guy, Paul Schaefer, right? Schaefer Schaefington. Let's give you some background. Schaefer's was born in Germany in 1921, and jo- are you okay? I'm, I'm fine. All right, and joined the Hitler Youth Movement at a young age. So we're starting off not so hot, but maybe he didn't have a choice. Give him benefit of the doubt. Well, if you're a Hitler supporter, you're starting off fantastic. I mean, he started off at a young age. Maybe his mom was like, Nuh. "It's like the Boy Scouts." That was. That's not the way you start a German accent there. First of all. Hey, just, I, all I said was, and then you knew it was going Russian real quick, so I cut myself off, okay? So he was in the German Boy Scouts, Hitler's Boy Scouts, let's say. The Hitler Youth. Yep. Uh, his first job was a welfare worker for children in an institution of the local church, from which he was fired for sexual abuse accusations in the 40s. Then he served as a medic during World War II. I thought they let that stuff slide in the church back in the day. Uh, I mean, if enough kids come <laughs> forward, you kind of... Uh, following, following the war, after World War II, uh, he set up a children's home and Baptist ministry. Then in 1959, he created his own charity. Uh, the same year, he was charged with sexually abusing two children and fled to West Germany with some of his followers. People followed him! We hear it. Shit's weird, bro. Uh, urge you all strongly to support Shafee Schaeferton's uh, non-profit organization. No! <laughs> no, we don't. Uh, that was a misdirection. Do not... It's, it's sarcasm, folks. <laughs> he, he's, he, he started a charity... The same year he raped two kids. Pretty much. Well, he start in uh, in fifty nine. He created his own charity. Yeah. But the same year he was charged mm-hmm. with sexually abusing mm. two children, and then he went to West Germany. But he would resurface. Uh, after fleeing to West Germany in fifty nine, he resurfaced in Chile in nineteen sixty one. The government at the time granted Schaefer uh, permission to create Dignidad, be- the Dignidad Benefit Society on a farm in central Chile with several hundred members. Uh, founded primarily on Baptist principles, anti-communism, and inspired by the teachings of William M. Branham, this society would evolve into the Colonia Dignidad community. So the reason I included the teachings of William N. Branham, uh, Paul Schaefer was like really into this guy, and yeah. another guy that was really into William N. Branham was Jim Jones. Who? 
Jim Jim Jones? Mike Jones? No, no. Oh. Jim Jones, like the guy. Yeah. The colony intended the project... Whoa. The colony intended to project the outside world an image of harmony, order, and inclusive system of communal work. Uh, it was atten- attempted to project that to the outside world. Like, oh, we're just, you know... A little like Scientology. Yeah, we're you know we don't we're not doing anything bad. We're just self sustaining. We, yeah, we're just like a we're mindless not harming zombies. anybody. Yeah, yeah. Although mindless zombies harm people. In TV shows, yes. Not in real in life. Real life. Real life. You run Look into one. Nope. I in history it's happened. All right. We'll get into that uh, next time, maybe. <laughs> anyway, that sounds like a fun episode. So to project this image of harmony and order, uh, this was emphasized by the work of its own press operations. So he had like Schaefer Commission, like propaganda. Mm-hmm. Uh, they well, they recorded and broadcasted videos showing like all their happy residents to like the outside communities, and then his propaganda would be overshadowed by allegations of people who escaped from the colony and obtained. Asylum in Germany. I'm getting, I'm getting North Korea vibes here. Yeah, it's like if um, Kim Jong Un and Hitler had a baby. I was at first gonna say he learned that in his Hitler day camp that he did little Hitler's little boys or whatever the fuck I that was. That. But that's I'm sure Kim Jong Un learned what he's doing from Daddy. Yeah, sure, from the Germans. Because it's oh, kind of this, yeah. it's kind of the same thing. Everybody's living in poverty over there. They're all starving, but everything that you see on the media is controlled by Kim Jong Un saying that they're very prosperous and everybody eats well and mm. this and that. When he's the only fat man in all of North Korea. So in reality, planes wouldn't fly over and ruin the podcast. In in a studio setting, we wouldn't have these issues. Well, but. We don't have the fucking budget. The inhabitants lived under an abnormal authoritarian... Whoa. Wow, that's a big word for me. Authoritarian is the word he's going for, folks. Authoritarian system. Abnormal authoritarian system. Wherein, additional to minimal contact with the outside, Schaefer ordered the division of families... Heard that before? Yeah. The Donald? Wrong. (laughs) It's not funny. It's wrong. It is wrong. It's very wrong. Very wrong. Build the wall. Mexico will pay for it. So not only, like, did they not have contact with outside people, uh, parents didn't talk to children, and children didn't know their fucking siblings. That's screwed up. Which is fucked. And I thought I turned that fucking shit off. They didn't even know their siblings. That, like... It's all bad. I'm not even going to try to justify any of it. Separating kids from parents is horrible. Kids are all going to be scared. You ever seen a lost kid in a supermarket? That little son of a bitch is crying. Right. He he wants to find his mommy. And that's them all the time. And Exactly. And then not knowing your sibling at all, not having anybody to bond with. You just got these other kids that are crying for their parents. That's... You know who you bond with? You... Paul Schaefer. <laughs> Schaefer Schaeferton. Mm-hmm. Which he he prohibited all kinds of relations, sentimental or conjugal, among adult women and men. In fact, 
the residents of each sex were in isolated areas, and then we all know so, Schaefer sexually abused children, and some were tortured uh, uh, through the use of electroshock therapy and sedatives, which Schaefer claimed to be placebo, but they were sedated. If, well, if you're a Nazi pedophile, mm-hmm. the way he did it is perfect. You would probably want to separate the kids from the family. Yeah, it's the most efficient to, way. Yeah. My question is, how did they procreate? Why was there kids if there was no conjugal relationship? They came. They already had kids. Uh, okay. They came from Germany. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, and then, you know, uh, all the torture and stuff, um, Schaefer insisted that discipline was spiritually enriching. Okay. Like, it made you a better person. Sense. Right? So Not they just kind of endured it because he said it was cool. Well, I mean, the kids are super gullible because they've never known anything else. They just know that this is the guy you're supposed to listen to. So mm-hmm. I feel bad for them, but I know why they're yeah why they would be so susceptible. Right, to they're it. kids. They're yeah. like, oh, I listen to this guy. What pisses me off about the whole situation is the parents are letting this happen. The parents are just like, yeah, I'm cool with this. Well, because they're the guy. fucking just as brainwashed as the kids are. I don't understand how that happens. That's I, crazy. I don't either, and that's that's what we really need to get down into yeah it's ridiculous but colonia dignidad right now specifically that's kind of he had an operation going yeah 53 square miles it was that's yeah <laughs> that's crazy of just women over here men over here all the children in my little hut here's my, my rape barn here's the church <laughs> here's the steeple <laughs> open the doors here's all the kitties <laughs> It's not funny. <laughs> like I said, morbid sense of humor. Yeah. Uh, for oh, the defectors of, of the colony, um, they portrayed the colony, the defectors portrayed the colony as a cult in which Schaefer held ultimate power. Uh, residents were never allowed to leave the colony. Uh, television, phones, and calendars were all banned. Like, you don't even know what the fucking day it is. So... Sometimes I hate living next to an airport. I was about to say the airport's right there. Yeah, but, like, there's nothing I can do about that. Still going. Residents were never allowed to leave the colony. Uh, television, phones, and calendars are all banned. So you don't even know what fucking day it, it is. Exactly. So they're pretty much... They're they're like the Amish people, but you don't know what happened. Yeah, what kind of hijinks Ricky and Lucy got into? You can't call your family back That's home. The you worst. don't know what day it is. It could be Christmas. You don't even know you're supposed to give your kids gifts, but you don't know where your kids are because you're fucking separated, and you don't know how many kids you have because they don't know who their siblings are. Yeah, how they celebrate Christmas? They're Baptists, right? They're based on Baptist principles. Yeah. They don't know what date it is. It's just, it's Christmas today, guys. It's Shafee Shaferton right in the middle of summer. It's just Everybody like, Everybody yep, gets a pencil. <laughs> Here you go. In stark contrast, though, uh, the colony had, so we're getting to the school, the hospital. Uh, they had the school and the hospital were in the enclave, which offered support to the rural families uh, through free education and health services. You just say royal families? Rural. Rural. Like uh, gotcha. around yeah, yeah. Uh, the the compound, yeah. there were other families, and they gave them free education and health services. So it provided 
they're like protecting themselves in case they were attacked. Like they mm-hmm. have those people to help them. Makes sense. Yeah, they helped us out. They give us this and they give us that. They're such good people. All right, so those weapons caches, right? (laughs) So in June of 2005, uh, Chilean police find two large illegal arms caches in or around the colony. The first included three containers with machine guns, automatic rifles, rocket launchers, and large quantities of ammunition, some as many as 40 years old. Rocket launchers? But with recent maintenance. Yeah, fucking rocket launcher. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, this yeah. cache was the largest arsenal ever found uh, in Chile in private hands. I'm telling you what. I was on board with everything that you just said. AKs are fine. ARs are fine. And then you got to rocket launchers. Yeah. And that's what Yeah. just tipped her. Uh, the second cache uh, was at the restaurant that was operated by the colony. And it had more rocket launchers and grenades. So were these, was this ro- the restaurant, the school, and the hospital, were they all on that 53-square-mile mi- compound? Yeah, but they were, like, on the outskirts. So they weren't like fenced they, in. they serviced the community. They weren't fenced in at all. It wasn't, uh, like, exclusive. Don't know. It doesn't It's specify. not exclusive to the colony. No. Yeah, I know. It's the rural. Yeah, it's they for everybody. go. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not fenced in. It's for... Right. It's just their their front. Exactly. Exactly. Um... <clears throat> okay, so during this time, there's this asshole that... So, sorry, Chile, America made, like, a little coup to your government, and we just decided to appoint this guy, just Augusto Pinochet, one. because he was like, you know, yeah, Pinochet. Pinochet. Peeny Pinochet. But, like, Pinochet, like, like, in a French way, uh-huh. or a Chilean way. I don't think there's any French Chileans. I think that's Canada you're thinking of. Canadia? Canadia. Okay. Uh, anyway, to this asshole. Uh, he comes to power, uh, as most shit dictators do, after a coup backed by the United States. Sorry again. So he <laughs> takes power in uh, 1974. During his rule, Pinochet persecuted leftist, socialist, <laughs> and political... <laughs> And political critics, resulting in the executions from 1,200 to 1,300 people. Jesus. Uh, the internment of as many as 80,000 people and the torture of tens of thousands. Internment. That sounds very Hitlery. Nazi-ish. Yep. Very, it's very dictator-esque of him to be like um, paranoid. Yeah. Right? So you take them away uh according to the chilean government the number of executions and forced forced disappearances was about 3095 goodness gracious uh by the time of his death on december 10 2006 about 300 criminal charges still pending against him in chile for numerous human rights violations this is Pinochet, right? Yeah. And tax evasion and embezzlement Good Lord. during and after his rule. <laughs> his rule. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. He was also accused of having uh, corruptly amassed at least 28 million U.S. dollars. Uh, despite the indictment and 300 charges, he only served time in house arrest. Oh, figures. All of that. He's just like... 
here, put an ankle brace on me. I'm just going to sit here and play Call of Duty. So that's background. Like, that's that's who's in charge Yeah. when this shit's going down. <laughs> like, that's the guy to be like, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, just let it happen. Yeah. It's okay. Shafies, we got right. your back. That's our background on this fuck. Uh, and he's in charge of Chile, mind you, until like 1990. Jesus. Yeah. So during his 17 years, uh, <laughs> 17 years, Colonia Dignidad served as a special torture center for Pinochet's political, yeah, yeah, political detainees. It was like the fucking Auschwitz of Chile. Uh, yeah. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, to... Jews who are listening. Yeah, it's not as bad as not near. It's you guys like... uh, went through worse, but this is pretty fucking bad. It's it's more like Guantanamo like... Bay. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. say so. It's yeah. like a political torture camp. At risk type of thing. saying America's really fucked up. Yeah, everybody's got one of those. Act like every anybody's guilty. What? Not everybody. Third world countries. Say, mind Canada's you. probably like. I'm pretty sure they got one somewhere. Justin Ooh, Trudeau's I got like some to shit. Cover it. You got some shit somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, third world countries, I understand that. They just got villages. They don't have any torture camps. You know what I mean? That's kind of racist. It's not, that's not racist. I didn't say, oh, black people don't have it. You uh, know what I mean? Third world countries. There's some in Africa. Third world countries. They're everywhere. They're not just Africa. I know. You're being there, racist there, assuming that I meant that. Are there third world European countries? Not that I can think of. Not offhand. Right. Oh, there's, there's there Ukrainian. Might be a couple. There's like, uh, yeah, yeah. There's white people. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's countries. some shitty parts of, uh, of like Turkey or something like that. Sorry, Turkish people. I'm sure there's some shitty parts of Turkey. Yeah, I don't like dark meat either. I love dark meat. In 1991, Chile's National Commission for Truth and Reconciliation had concluded that a certain number of people taken by Pinochet's agents were really taken to Colonia Dignidad. There they were held prisoner and subjected to torture. Pinochet's agents and some of the colonists were involved in the torturing. Um, There are more than 1,100 disappeared persons in Chile, many of them taken to the colony where they were tortured and killed. Yeah, I'm I'm reading exactly about that right now. I have it up on my screen. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. That's yeah, eleven hundred in seventeen yeah. years. And just like yeah, they're they're not here anymore. That's more than uh, than aliens have taken. Yeah, different. Yeah, different episode. Bigger number than aliens. In two thousand five, a former Chilean secret police operative, Michael Townley. Revealed information about Colonia Dignidad and the Army's laboratory on bacteriological warfare. What is that? What's going on there? What you doing? Huh? What you doing with your I'm voice making there? like a spider. Uh, okay. But it's like a bacteria. Uh, oh, it's a little bacteria. Yeah. A little guy. Michael Towns is a very American name, by the way. Uh, he's a Chilean secret police op- operative. Mike. Michael Townley. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was. That, that was the worst, like, British uh, Chilean accent I've ever heard in my uh, life. Townley gave proof <laughs> of biological experiments related to the laboratory on the political prisoners at Colonia Dignidad. So what kind of, like, biological experiments are you talking about? Like, uh, they're trying to, like, Can test SARS or whatever? <laughs> Maybe. Go. Possibly. I'm Go. not going to say uh, No. Because I 
these people are fucked up. Yeah. The CIA has presented evidence of the presence at the colony of the infamous Nazi concentration camp Dr. Joseph Mengele. That motherfucker. Uh, known as the Angel of Death for his lethal experiments on human subjects during the Holocaust. Yeah, if you guys don't know who Mengele is, he's a real... We can do a bonus episode. Yeah, I think we're going to do one. There's just too much to uh, get into it right now. He's a real messed up guy. That He loved twins. Yeah, he did some screwed up shit. He like put... For example, he would take a a set of twins. (sighs) He put one twin in one room, one twin in another room... Set one twin mm-hmm. on fire, yep. and you see if the then other twin he felt would uh, observe the other twin and see what yeah. if he could feel it. Or there, not. There's there's only a couple of them out there, but there are documentary series uh, series series on the Mangala twins. Siri, I think Siri. I like Siri. Oh, I like there, there's there's documentary Siri on the Mangala twins. And they there's a couple that survived that recount their stories of what this horrible human being did to these people. That fucking sucks. Yeah. You know what else I read on Mengele is that uh, he, his son was saying that he like showed no remorse for anything that he did. Yeah, like, he, he didn't feel guilty He was doing all. science. He's he like, was doing, I, I was yeah. working. Yeah, he, he was you want super cold. He was like, I'm trying to figure out what's going on with this stuff. Yeah. I'm doing hardcore research even though these experiments were so twisted. Do you it's, think he was paper clipped in or do you think Nah, I don't think Mangalay was. You don't think? Nah, not Bangalay. No. You don't think we would do that? No. 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 Werner von Braun on the other hand, he had something that was useful. Yeah. Not Mangalay. Mangalay had nothing useful. Uh, he I was think just he doing got... wacky shit with pregnant women and twins. Dude. He was doing stuff with dogs and shit. No, it was messed up. Anyways, I digress. Anyway, that's a that we'll, we'll that's do, another episode. We'll do a bonus episode on that, a little 15 minutes or something. Uh, although Pinochet's rule ended in 1990, uh, Colonia Dignidad remained unchanged until 97. Uh, Schaefer disappeared, fleeing child sex abuse charges, surprise, surprise, after 26 children who went to the commune's free clinic and school reported abuse. Oh, that that's all. <laughs> they so, go to the hospital trying to get a checkup. He's like, let me tittle your tittles. Yeah, turn turn your head and cough. Oh. For 20 minutes. With both shul- hands on it, on the kid's shoulders, mm. which is never good. Yikes. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> he was tried in his absence and found guilty in 2004. What good does that do? And then in 2005, eight years after he disappears... Schaefer is found hiding near Buenos Aires in Argentina. He was sent back to Chile uh, after like a deal was made. And in May of 2006, two years after he's found guilty, Schaefer was sentenced to 33 years in jail for the sexual abuse of 25 children and ordered to pay $1.5 million to 11 of the minors whose representative had established a lawsuit. Eleven. Eleven of them had a representative that established a lawsuit. Only eleven, okay. but like that's one point five million still... to eleven of them. That's ah, that's still a slap on the wrist, in my opinion. That guy should be dead. And I don't know how much money he made running the colony in the hospital. Well, it's, it was free. Oh, uh, he's just giving to stuff. maintain okay, gotcha, an gotcha, image, right? Gotcha. Yeah. 
but yeah, Schaefer was found guilty of 20 counts of dishonest abuses and five counts of child rape, all committed between 1993 and 97. Like, this isn't Jesus. even counting the 17 years yeah. under Pinochet. This That's is crazy. just in four years. Jesus. Uh, 26 kids so, four years. So did, did he got found guilty and he got ordered to... to give that money to the kids did he actually go to jail or was he just yeah. oh, okay uh actually in april of 2010 schaefer died of heart failure in prison he was 88 years old i hope he got raped a lot uh i believe they would have put him in PC, solitary protective custody or protective custody <sighs> that's too easy man I know. This is a horrible dude. Well, fuck. I mean, uh, Mengele just died at a beach. Like, he was yeah. swimming and he had a heart attack. Yeah. Well, what struck me about what you what you said prior was uh, he went to Argentina. Went as Ares. Right. Did Which he, is where all the Nazis did went. Did he go and meet up with, with uh, Hitler? Hitty? Hit, little little Hitleys and his brother? Hitty and the boys? Yeah. Hitty and the boys. They're out there living at large in Buenos Aires. Ugh. I hate that idea. Can can the world not be like that? Yeah. I mean, I doubt it. I think horrible stuff like this is always going to be. As of 2005, uh, there's still a colony on the site of Colonia Dignidad. The colony is called Villa Bavaria now, and current leaders insist changes have taken place. They've attempted to modernize the colony. They allow residents to leave, to study at university, and open the colony up to tourism. See, I've read into this one a tiny bit. Yeah. I, did, I didn't read much into Colonia, but Villa Bavaria, it still sounds very culty. Yeah, Everything I mean, that I read on it sounds... And my thing is they, they allow residents to leave, but only to go to the university. Yeah, just so they can maintain that front it still seems very it's, like it's it still seems very much a veneer yeah it's yeah it, it seems real bad i don't think i'd like it the crazy thing is i don't know if i'm overshooting here or if this is what you're going to get onto, but like it's open for tourism and shit let's go i i i would never want to go there why never why i'm does bad My, things happen? Uh, I'm not. I don't want Shafies to come after me. I know Shafies is dead. I know he's dead, but so's Hitler. His disciples are still there. I'm pretty sure somebody running somebody running that thing it served directly under Shafies. I'm pretty sure. Would you go to the sites of the, like the Manson uh, killings and stuff? Nah, I got no interest in that. No, mm, not really. Why? I mean, if we if we drove Manson past it, run you down. No, he's dead too. Yeah, but his yeah. followers. They're, they're all gone. They're all they, they're <laughs> done. This is different. This is 43 square miles worth of followers. Uh, 53? 53, sorry. I shorted them 10 miles, and which hundreds, is a lot. And hundreds of people. Yeah, it's it's way different. Manson had like seven people. Right, all, all, yeah. and they all fit inside of one Beach Boys house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But there's no way I'd want to go to uh, Villa Bavaria and just check out the the historical nonsense that's there. So why do you think 
all those German people followed him, and but they had to know he was like raping kids, like left and right. Well, I unless they were uber, I'm gonna use German word here, mm. unless they were uber brainwashed, which I, they were. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't see any reason to follow him there. Like he he was charged with with child molestation and rape charges while he was still in Germany. That's pretty much the whole reason why he went to Chile. I if you're in your right mind, I wouldn't follow him there, especially with kids. Fuck that. I think he used uh religion really hardcore. Like really hardcore Baptist with a lot of guilt. Yeah. He was able to just grab onto them and I, take hold. I could see that because religion's a weird thing. Like, I'm not knocking any religion out there. Do you believe what you want to believe? That's that's all. That's great. That's fair. I don't, me, myself, personally, I don't subscribe to anything. But I can see where it gets religion is it, it you fit in and you feel really at home with these people. And it gets really culty after a while to where you're just like, this is my pastor. I follow him. I know what he's saying. Like, that's my guy. I'm going mm-hmm. to bat for him. Pastor, priest, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, that I could see where this would translate into what happened here. What's how they took followers over there. Because it'd be really hard to go there by yourself and then just make a following out of these Chilean people. They'd be like, get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, like, that's... Here's my thing. Like, you can... Uh, you can use religion. It's it's useful in daily life. There's a lot mm-hmm. of good messages. It's fantastic. Definitely. But don't be a fucking sheep. Yeah. Like like have have your own brain. Don't just yeah. subscribe to every word. Like take lessons. Lessons are fine. Yeah. Integrated. You can listen, in. but like to just automatically believe. Yeah. Take in information. Test it. Yeah. It's like come up with your own uh, hypothesis. The easiest thing I can think of is I've been playing sports my whole life is going like a certain coach. Say you get a new coach one year, baseball, whatever it may be, and he teaches you a certain technique that's different than you ever, ever learned or done before. You don't like it wholeheartedly, but there's certain aspects of it that you do like. So you take those certain little aspects and you implement it in your game. I see religion as the same thing. Like, yeah, everything that he's saying might not be exactly true. It might not exactly be for you. But take those little nuggets out there that might help you move on. Wait, you don't think everything that happened in the Bible happened? No. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, on that on that bombshell, we're gonna end this one. <laughs> <laughs>